BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's time for Justice Matters with former federal prosecutor and MSNBC analyst, Glenn Kirshner. Today, Glenn has three new stories about Donald Trump, and they give him insight on which of his criminal cases might be the first to go to trial. So friends, we're going to take on three new stories, three legal developments, yes, all involving Donald Trump, and we're going to talk about how the three stories intersect and what we can glean from that intersection. The first story has to do with Alan Weisselberg, Donald Trump's man is chief financial officer at the Trump Organization for decades. You remember Alan Weisselberg, the convicted felon, because he was involved in a 15-year-long criminal scheme to defraud in the first degree. He pleaded guilty. He went to Rikers. He served 100 days. He got out, and he was called as a witness in Donald Trump's civil fraud trial in New York, the one being presided over by Judge Ngoron, and lo and behold, Alan Weisselberg lied under oath, committed the crime of perjury. And the reporting is now that Weisselberg is negotiating a guilty plea to perjury with Manhattan District Attorney Alvin Bragg. Story number two. Trump's New York fraud trial, that's the one Judge Ngoron is presiding over. That's the one where Donald Trump is at risk of being ordered to pay $370 million of ill-gotten gains. You may recall that Judge Ngoron said he expected to have a ruling in that case, a verdict, by the end of January. Well, it's now being reported that it's being pushed down the road a couple of weeks. So Judge Ngoron now expects to issue his ruling, his verdict, in mid-February sometime. That's the second story. And the third story involves Donald Trump's federal prosecution in Washington, D.C. That's the one for his attempt to overturn the results of the 2020 presidential election. That's the one Tanya Chutkin is presiding over. You may recall that one was set for trial For March 4th, well, we now know based on some new reporting that the March 4 trial date has dropped off the court's calendar. In other words, that trial won't go on March 4. It will end up being continued, being pushed down the road. Let's talk about how all three of these stories intersect with one another and what they tell us about which of Donald Trump's criminal cases may now be the first one to go to trial. But as always, let's start with the new reporting, specifically about crook and liar, perjurer, Alan Weisselberg. This from the New York Times, headline, Trump's former finance chief in negotiations to plead guilty to perjury. 
And that article begins, Alan Weisselberg, a longtime lieutenant to Donald Trump, is negotiating a deal with Manhattan prosecutors that would require him to plead guilty to perjury, people with knowledge of the matter said. As part of the potential agreement with the Manhattan District Attorney's Office, Mr. Weisselberg would have to admit that he lied on the witness stand in Mr. Trump's recent civil fraud trial. Mr. Weisselberg, the former chief financial officer at Mr. Trump's family business, also would have to say that he lied under oath during an interview with the New York Attorney General's office, which brought the civil fraud case. The situation springs from a web of criminal and civil cases brought by the two agencies and would culminate a lengthy pressure campaign by the district attorney, Alvin Bragg, whose prosecutors had sought Mr. Weisselberg's cooperation as they investigated whether Mr. Trump committed electoral and financial crimes. Even without Mr. Weisselberg's cooperation, they indicted Mr. Trump last year in the election-related case, which is scheduled for trial in late March, March 25th to be precise. The deal being negotiated would most likely not require Mr. Weisselberg, 76, to turn on his former boss. Although Mr. Weisselberg was involved in the action at the heart of the case, a hush money payment meant to bury a potential sex scandal just before the 2016 election, or as most would call it, election interference by Donald Trump. That's my editorial comment. Prosecutors are not expected to call him, Weisselberg, as a witness. Although the potential agreement is unlikely to immediately affect Mr. Trump, it could strengthen Mr. Bragg's hand before the former president's trial. It could deter other witnesses in Mr. Trump's circle from lying on the stand. And perjury charges could discredit Mr. Weisselberg, who has disputed details of the prosecution's evidence in the case involving the 2016 election. Coming up next, Glenn tells us more Trump stories, and he explains the interplay between all three. This is Justice Matters. Hi, Beowulf here with Justice Matters, and I'm here to remind you about one of the best decisions I've made recently, getting Factor Meals. Eating is so much easier for me with Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals. Every fresh, never-frozen meal is chef-crafted, dietitian approved and ready to go in just two minutes. You'll have over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor is flexible for your schedule. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule your deliveries at any time. Also, there are more than 60 add-ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day long. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Sign up today and save. I've done the math, and I can tell you Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is dietitian approved nutritious and delicious. So what are you waiting for? Get started today and start meeting your meal and nutrition goals. Head over to factormeals.com slash glen50 and use code glen50 to get 50% off. That's code GLEN50 
at factormeals.com slash glen50 to get 50% off. Remember, go to factormeals.com slash glenn 50 and use code glen50 to get 50% off today. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. It seems some of Trump's court dates might be postponed. Glenn says, don't worry, the prosecutors have a backup plan just in case. So story number one, Weisselberg is expected to plead guilty to perjury for lying at Donald Trump's New York fraud trial. Story number two, this headline from The Guardian, verdict in Trump's New York fraud trial delayed until early to mid February. Okay, friends, let's talk about the interplay between story number one and story number two. Weisselberg pleading guilty to perjury for lying at Trump's trial that was being presided over by Judge Ngoron and Judge Ngoron's verdict, his ruling in the case being pushed down the road a couple of weeks. Here's how I see the potential interplay between those two legal developments. Judge Ngoron has probably been poring over the testimony that was taken during the course of an eight-week trial, the financial evidence that was admitted, the expert witnesses, forensic accountants who testified, and he's trying to come up with the right ruling, the right result. And now he has learned, just as we all have learned, that one of the trial witnesses who testified, Alan Weisselberg, apparently committed perjury. He lied on the stand. The last thing Judge Ngoron wants to do is rely on testimony from a witness who lied, right? Because then you would have to go back and rethink whether your ruling really is on solid ground if you were relying on a liar to reach that ruling, that verdict, that conclusion. So it seems prudent for the judge to maybe take another couple of weeks look at whatever testimony Weisselberg gave that Judge Ngoron might have been relying on. I suspect Judge Ngoron probably discounted Weisselberg anyway. I mean, at that point, he was a convicted felon, having been involved in financial fraud for 15 years as a member of the Trump organization. But I think that is the potential relationship between the Weisselberg plea and Judge Ngoron deciding to delay his ruling in the case in which Weisselberg lied for a couple of weeks. Let's turn to the third story. That has to do with Donald Trump's prosecution in Washington, D.C. This headline from the Washington Post, Trump's D.C. trial removed from March calendar, clearing way for New York case. The headline previews the intersection between that story and the other two stories. Donald Trump's federal trial, the federal prosecution in D.C., being presided over by Judge Chutkin, was set for trial on March 4. 
Donald Trump's New York criminal trial, where he's being prosecuted for some three dozen felony crimes involving falsifying business records to hide the hush money payments, that trial is scheduled for March 25th. So, given that the March 4 federal prosecution in D.C. fell off the calendar, it's not going to start on March 4. Why? Well, because the appellate court is still wrestling with whether a criminal president has immunity against being prosecuted for his crimes while in office. He doesn't. And that is ultimately the ruling we will see from the D.C. appellate court. But they're taking their time to issue that ruling. So it's just not feasible for the March 4 trial date to remain, to stick. So that drops off the calendar. But what does it mean? Donald Trump has a backup auxiliary prosecution against him. The falsifying business records to hide the hush money payments to gain unfair advantage in the 2016 presidential election. Yes, at its core, that is an election interference prosecution. Don't let anybody tell you, friends, that it's just about falsifying some business records. People do that all the time, you know, to try to pay less taxes than they should otherwise be required to pay. No, this is not just a falsifying business records case. This is an election interference case. Paying off a porn star to hide deeply damaging information from whom? We the people, the American voters. Donald Trump committed those three dozen felony crimes to try to rob us of the full value of our vote in 2016. That trial is scheduled to begin on March 25th. And now, given that the DC case for March 4th has fallen off the calendar, it will not begin on March 4. That puts Donald Trump in the chute to go to trial to be prosecuted by Alvin Bragg and his prosecutors in New York beginning on March 25th. Interestingly, that was the first case in which Donald Trump was indicted, and it may end up being the first case in which Donald Trump goes to trial and gets convicted and gets sentenced to confinement. Because, you know, justice matters. Hang in there, friends. We're moving in the right direction. I know it's slow going. I know we're frustrated. But we will keep fighting. We will keep fighting. And as always, please stay safe. Please stay tuned. And I look forward to talking with you all again tomorrow. For more on Glenn, go to Glenn Kirshner 2 on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. This is Justice Matters.